0: Welcome, guys, to another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. It's Tuesday afternoon. This is Matt Campbell's weekly press conference, of course, previewing Iowa State's upcoming matchup with the Iowa Hawkeyes on Saturday in Iowa City. Talk a lot about uh, what Iowa State uh, is going to do going into that game, some of the focuses for them, things that they will be working on during practice uh, throughout the week, what Coach Campbell sees from that Iowa offense, uh, what he sees from Iowa punter Tory Taylor, and much more here uh, over the next 18 minutes from Iowa State's head football coach. All right, guys. Honestly, I'll, I'll start with you guys. We'll just get ready to
1: roll. And Randy, are you leading us off? You got to. It's tradition. All right. I don't think so, but you can have one for, for the press conference. Right? Wow,
0: you're in a good mood yeah. today. Um, <laughs> so far. Going back over the last five games does iowa do something take care of the ball better than most opponents that that you play or is it the iowa state not doing a good enough job to try to get take over takeaways
1: yeah you know I, i think that's obviously been a glaring statistic you know and when you look at our our games that we played. And really, if you look at our success in general or our failures in general, you know, I think taking care of the football and creating takeaways, it's been a key to success. And, you know, I, you hear me talk so many times about winning in the margins. And, you know, I, I think that, especially when games are highly contested and, you know, man, the, the score is close. It's, it's that fundamental that seems to be glaring when you talk about a win or a loss. And, you know, I think when you look back at this game in the last five games, you're right on. I mean, that statistic certainly is not in our favor, and I think it's been debilitating at times for us. Um, you know, from an offensive perspective of giving the ball away and credit to them for taking it away and our, our inability to get takeaways, um, those, those have hurt us at times and have not allowed us to be our best. In
0: your mind, in your estimation.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if that's been the difference, but that's certainly, I think, and, and again, not even just in this football game. I think if you just look at our success and failure, that that has been a critical uh, component. You know, it's it's our ability to try to win the turnover margin um, has been huge over the course of our six years. I think from year one, it's been our talking point of what gives us a chance that has nothing to do with talent to have success, and it's it's that fundamental. So, you um, Yes, I, I think that certainly plays a, a big key in the game and it has played a big key in our success or failure.
0: This game last year was the first time Hunter had taken snaps in a competitive game. Yeah. and I know after the game you said it was just as much about getting Brock a breather as anything, but when you think back, what had you seen from Hunter that made you feel comfortable putting him
1: in a pretty you know, high stakes, high leverage situation? Well, you know, I, I think, again, you, you look back at, at Hunter's growth and development. I think, you know, you look back to his true freshman year, you know, the COVID year, and and man, um, you know, towards the end of the season, got in some games, I think the Kansas State game, the Kansas game, and really played well. And I thought he carried that momentum into certainly last fall and his growth. And, you know, it's, it's Randy had asked the question, question I think maybe even after the game on Saturday is man why do you trust Hunter and you know you just have diligently watched him continue to grow and you know the quarterback position is always hard because there's only one guy that can go out there and play and you know I think Hunter was continuing to make great strides through last football season so you felt really comfortable that man you had two guys that could play at really high level for your football team Um, and you know I think that was you know what Hunter even brought us in that game was a, a spark and kind of man steadied the ship for us during that football game. But, uh, you know, Hunter's one of those guys. He's just consistently growing, and, and that part is what I really like about him.
0: He told us after the game he kind of spent all last week waiting for the butterflies to come and they never did. I mean, what is when you hear that or what does that tell
1: you about him? Well, I I think that that says his preparation. You know, we we talk especially a first game and, you know, I think you'll get it again this game, a young team and you're on the road and, you know, hostile environment rivalry game. And it's like, man, what 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 stimulates you not to having your most success or playing to your full potential? It's either your ego, Um, man, I think I'm really good, so my process isn't great throughout the week week or it's fear, right? And and fear, you know, once you get to the game and you said, man, I wish I would have done more. And the one thing about Hunter is you never see either of those, you know, you see him diligently working at his craft. So when he's ready to play, I think he's very confident about his, you know, what he's supposed to do, his reads, where he needs to go with the ball. And then I, I think the other thing is Hunter's extremely coachable. There is, there's never been a sense of ego and entitlement from how he carries himself, his time, his energy, his work ethic. Um, as good as we've had and, and it's really fun to have and again I think you know so much pride in what he does and how he goes about his process is huge for him
0: it's not very often that we go into a game where you could throw out the punter as being perhaps the best player on the field for both teams what's so what do you guys have to do to mitigate the impact that he can make on the football game Man, yeah, I think that's
1: that's consistently something that we got to continue to have a great plan for. I mean, he's an outstanding player. I mean, you, you talk about the ability to change field position, the ability, and, and I think sometimes the credit just goes to him. He is a great player. They're also really good in their coverage units. They also have 10 other guys that do a great job around him. So, you know, I, I think from, from our end of it is, you know, we're going to have to have a great plan for him and a great plan of attack. And, you know, at times we thought we had that that last year and you know at times you know that didn't show up when we needed to but uh you know again a, a huge credit to him great talent and it'll be a great challenge for us when um you have a number of veterans like orion anthony uh how much has
0: that helped going into a rivalry game like this with so many newcomers we saw start to make an impact in week one
1: well you know i think every every obstacle that comes in your way when you have somebody that's gone through the obstacle or understands the obstacle in front of them um, you know the more that understand it and that can give them knowledge and feedback I think the better you're going to have clarity of what what you're getting into and you know we're fortunate to have that good mix I think every position group's got that everybody in our program and you know I think we've recruited really well in this you know in this area to understand how, how what this game means to the schools and the communities and, and obviously that aspect of it, but then to have guys that have played in it, guys that have been in the, in the fire, have seen you know, plays that have been successful, have seen plays that have not been successful, and it's like, man, how do we continue to grow forward? You lean on veteran leadership, so I think it, it is huge to have those guys in our program.
0: And uh, Jake Remsburg, Cartavious Norton, anybody else, how are they looking?
1: Yeah, I I I still think Jake is, you know, an option right now for this game. I think we'll see what Tuesday and Wednesday look like. Um, He'll be on the practice field, so I think that's a huge positive. Will he play? Really, it'll be. I think I I can answer that question on Thursday. And, you know, Cartavious, I would say, is doubtful. You know, I I don't know if we'll even get him to practice this week. So I'd say right now, as we go into the week, he'll, he'll be doubtful. Yeah, I think his injury is just a a leg injury. I don't think it's anything extended. You know, my hope is that, you know, it's one to two weeks is is what we would have him out for.
0: When you look at the uh, snap counts at one of the guard spots, uh, Daryl didn't play as many as the rest of the starters and
1: then Zach Ross played a little more than some of the backups what are you looking at there is that like an
0: open competition now
1: no I, I don't see that I boy we have great faith in Daryl you know I think the biggest thing for us is you know Daryl was um, even last season you know played through some injuries you know really trying to get him back to to full tilt and Zach Ross has had a great offseason I mean he's been phenomenal and so you know I, I think for us you know just trying to to be able to keep our guys fresh and create some rotation um, but boy I, I don't think we could have any more trust in Daryl Simmons and what he's done for us and you know it, again I think it's a, a little bit of a positive for us. Man, Sachs had such a great offseason, had a great camp and you know the ability to keep some of those guys fresh in the interior of our offensive line.
0: And then it's safety with uh, with, with Trey Beyond, with Malik what's their status going in and then after you looked at you, you rotated a lot of guys
1: through it, safety, What? how did it all- All those guys kind of grayed out in that opener. Well, every every one of those guys graded out which was huge you know and then I think that tells you you know I, I know we are really excited about that that young group there and you know for Trey not to play who you know Travion was probably the guy that maybe had as good a camp as anybody um, you know he got dinged up two weeks left at camp I, I think he is certainly available for this game this week which is great for us um, you know and then Malik you know I think again Malik is one of those guys Malik will be back to full strength you know dressed out for the game you know we just made a game time decision not to play him in the game on Saturday um, because he was coming back from an injury from camp but you know I think both those guys being back in the mix as well I think we feel very confident about where that group is it was great to get those young guys out there I think some of those guys played really great for us and you know for their first action physical football game I thought those guys did a great job especially tackling in space.
0: Matt, when you consider the, the streak that this program's on against Iowa, is, has your hunger level changed maybe from the early years to now to really um, increasing your uh, obviously desire and maybe passion to win this game?
1: No, because I think we have the same passion for every game we try to play. I mean, at the end of the day, we've tried to win every single game we played here. And, you know, I I think for us, we understand, obviously, this is a great rivalry. It's great for our state. It's great for the great for the communities, the alumni of both schools. And, man, it's a great game. And we're playing a team that certainly not only just as a team, but as a program has had great success. So, you know, from our end, you love playing in these games. You love being a part of it. You love coaching in it. And, you know, what a great challenge to see where we are as a 2022 football team. And, uh, you know, it'll be a great challenge, obviously, playing on the road in their
0: environment. And then the other thing I wanted to ask is just your impression on Iowa's offense and maybe how you stack up against them.
1: Yeah, you know, I think it's so hard to tell, you know, they've got, they, they had so many guys out, you know, last week, some great receivers that have been great players for them. Um, you know, we got a lot of respect for their quarterback. we got a lot of respect for, you know, the offensive line, you know, I, I think their growth from last year to where they are now has been tremendous. And so, you know, I, I think from, from our end of it, you know, again, first games are first games. So it's really hard to evaluate, especially when you have so many guys out, but, you know, I think there's a lot of impressive pieces of that and, you know, what. We'll have to play really well on defense to be successful in the game. Has there been anything particularly difficult about playing at Kinnick Stadium in your time here? Because I think that in your two games, you guys haven't even scored a touchdown there yet. Yeah, well, good. That's a good stat to know. Um, you know, I, I think from our end, you know, obviously it's a it's a uniquely challenging place just because it's a great environment. You know, I think very similar to, to what we have here. Um, you know, again, it says about the, the loyalty of the fan bases in this state. Um, you know, great environment to play in because, man, they love, they love their team and, and it's, I think, very the same thing you get when you come to Jack Trice Stadium.
0: Can you talk a little bit about and describe the connection between Hunter and Xavier Hutchinson, especially with how much is on the line for this game?
1: Um, You know, I I don't, you know, their connection I think is huge. Um, And and I, I think from my end of it, whether it's the game, not the game, I think it's every day in practice. What I love about those two, elite competitors and and again I, I go back to some some questions about both of those guys characters what makes both of those guys special is who you got to see on Saturday and who you've seen from Xavier for the last two years they're the same guy on Tuesday Wednesday and Thursday practice and so you know when some of your best and most talented players are the hardest workers and the guys that consistently come to work to perfect their craft I think those things are really positive for a football program and a football team and you know obviously if our team wants to continue to grow and have success we'll need both of those guys to be their very best Yeah. Hey, I, I don't know. You know, I obviously I, I think from from our end, you know, we'll expect a, a really talented defense. So, you know, you're, you're going to get in our efficiency across the board, whether it's at receiver, quarterback, offensive line, you know, we'll, we'll certainly have to be improved and continue to improve it. But uh, another great challenge for us.
0: Yeah. You mentioned how much this game means to the fan bases and the communities. But in your opinion, what makes this rivalry uh, so special?
1: Yeah, well, I, I think it goes back to the, the question about the fan bases. You know, I, I think, you know, for me, one of the great joys of, of being in this state now going on our seventh year is, you know, the energy and the commitment and the excitement in the fan bases and the communities, it makes it really special. And, you know, you, you see and you watch our teams travel to bowl games. You watch, you know, the stadiums each Saturday uh, when each team plays at home. I think there's a great loyalty and, and a great sense of pride and those things are great. That's what makes games like this special, no matter what the sport, what the season, you know, what the stadium or what the environment, they show up and they care and they're passionate. And in that, part, that part makes it really special to be certainly here, but also makes it really special to be involved with a game like this.
0: I guess we haven't talked about Jairrell, but, but what was it about him you liked on 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 the film? Once you
1: yeah, saw him? you know, I, boy Randy, I thought just how he ran. You know, I, I thought he was he was electric at times on Saturday, and uh, you know, I, I just felt efficiency in the running game. I thought all of his his runs were extremely efficient. I thought there was great power, there was great vision. You know, Jairrell's at his best when he's got the ability to make one cut and get vertical, and you know, really did some great things throughout the game that way. But uh, I. Really really thought he was efficient not, no wasted runs and, and really did a great job and then his blocking and pass catching all really positive throughout the football game as, as I said on you know before the season started a complete tailback and, and he looked like
0: it on Saturday you mentioned on Saturday historically you guys have not played gr- great football I can't remember exactly what you said in September yeah when you look at the five games against Iowa when you evaluate it do you feel like you guys are not playing great football in those games or is it just not winning that
1: particular game? Or how do you look at that? Well, I, I, I think, you know, as a collective whole, you know, we've evaluated ourselves over the course of the last couple years. And, you know, I think part of our program, the initial part is, man, we we wanted to believe we can be successful here at Iowa State, you know, and I think we, we figured that out. Then we wanted to figure out, man, how do you get to November and play for a championship here? You know, and I think we, we've been able to figure that out. And then I think the next part was, it's like, man, you get 12 guaranteed games to you. How do we maximize the ability to be our best in those 12 guaranteed opportunities? And, you know, I I, I'd be lying to say we've been at our best you know, in those 12 opportunities in the early part of our career here and even through the course of the last couple years now I think there's been some uniqueness with COVID and some of those things, but, you know, I I, I still think that's an area that we're striving to be our best at, to to be our best in our 12 guaranteed opportunities and, you know, I think for, for whatever reason, and I think you can debate those across the board but you know the one positive for us it was great to get off to a great start last week i thought that's the most efficiently from a fundamental and technical standpoint not even what the score was or anything like that just the, how do you win football games you know i thought we were we were as sound as we've been at the early part of the season so i think that part's positive Yeah, I mean I, I get that. You know, I, I still think to me and you you know I've said this a million times I look at the success or failure of any whether it's even getting off to a good start or it's the end of the season like at the end of the day we're going to judge it by who you are at the end of the football season and you know what have you done did you reach your full potential you know obviously this is something that matters and it matters a great deal to everybody involved and you know but it's also you know the next opportunity especially when you look at this year's team it's like man what a growth opportunity great team great challenge great environment how do do you stack up and where are you right now and so I think all those things to me is is I look at it more from an individual basis and where we are in the current part of the season and trying to get where we would like to be at the end of the season but I'm also not naive enough to sit here and say hey does this game not mean anything or man what importance does it have it means a great deal and I get it and I understand it um, and I also understand it's just part of the process of who we're becoming as a football team as well.
0: I think maybe the only time in one of these games where you guys could walk away and feel like your offense did more than enough to win was maybe that 2017 team. What was it about that offense that allowed you guys to have success against their defense that maybe you haven't been able to replicate in the years since? Yeah, you know, I I think the biggest thing you look back
1: at that game is we took care of the football. You know, I I think that 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 part was really big, you know, and, and when you look at that, that game in particular, you know, the ball security in that football game was big. And obviously there was, you know, some other efficiencies throughout the game. But I thought that was that when you look back just statistically at one thing that was really important, that piece was really important of that game.